asserting ideas and opinions, <laughs> having a Wait, true- I'm sorry. Did you just say that Joy pulled a card that's about asserting ideas and opinions? That's not Joy. That's not the Joy I know. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. You're a real life fucking Mary Poppins with this squirrel action you've got going on now. <laughs> when are you going to train them to work the dishwasher and and do ironing? I, I am not allowed to you? let them in the house. Oh, that's a shame. Remember Can they do yard work. Maybe they can they help have been you. digging in some of my pots. Well, there you go. Uh, I didn't ask them to though, and I think, and especially a cheeky one with fluffy ears, um, is that. Have- is that one of might Penny's have, kids? Yeah, yeah. I uh, might have gone and eaten a stalk of my corn hmm. in my garden. Right. Uh, Penny would never. Wait, and what is better. the what is what is the name that you gave to the fluffy eared one again? Uh, fluffy ears. Oh, that's. <laughs> Sometimes I just call her Fluffy. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Wait, you've gotten close enough to know that it's a girl. Yeah. Well, listen, I don't know if you've ever sat and watched squirrels. Certainly not like I have sat and watched squirrels. I'm, but it when, sounds like you've watched them a lot. Well, they're just there. They hang out with me. That's because when the boys Mary stand Poppins. up on there, it's obvious. Okay. You can it's see like their twigs and berries. Uncomfortably obvious sometimes. <sighs> it's like, okay, well, just put that thing away. You're going to get us all killed. Good. Um that sort of thing. It sounds like um, the hamster <clears throat> I used to have. I got my first hamster when I was 12. That didn't last long because it bit me and kept escaping. So my dad mm. made me return it. But then I decided to have a do-over when I was 26. And I got one called uh, Lemmy for short, but its real name was Lemmy Winks. And oh. Lemmy Winks had giant balls. <laughs> Yeah, massive balls, <laughs> massive. Um, but he really loved sugar snap peas, and he liked to just hang out in on my shirt and watch Law and Order with me because Aww. who wouldn't? And Project Runway. But then I moved to Los Angeles because it's when I was living in Nashville, and so a girlfriend of mine took him for me, and he escaped two weeks into it and into a hole in her wall and went on and adventures for the rest of his life. Yeah, that was it. He was gone. Oh, no. I like to think he went in search of me. He was like, where did she go? I'm like, he packed his his cheeks full of stuff and what he, he was just fit in, in like air vents going. No, it's no, not no. on order. On order. Yeah, it no. was it was just like a pet's Aww. life. It was just like life of pets. So cute. Only not in New York. It was Aww. somewhere in Nashville. Poor thing. Stuffed his little cheeks, packed his little handkerchief threw it over his shoulder and off he went looking for me oh 
Maybe that's what's making the noises in your house. Hmm. Possibly. No, I think we. <laughs> no, you still I, think it's a. I don't think. Oh, oh, it's Catherine. Oh, we have. <gasps> we player have three has entered. Hi. Hi. Hello. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited to see you guys again. I know we're very excited look. to have you back. I know you look like I've, I've we look like a dog's dinner and you've come here Talk looking about like I put lip gloss on. So <laughs> I look like a dog's dinner. Joy looks like hip and trendy with it. No. You look absolutely stunning. Oh, thank you. I'm actually wearing loungewear with a cardigan if it makes you feel any better because okay, I yeah, just love the that like does. inner senior citizen that is a part of my soul loves cardigans. I love old lady things. They're I wonderful. I agree. I am <laughs> into it. All right. Should we get going with this? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm Emily. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was trying to be serious. <laughs> Fuck was that? I have no idea. I was trying to be serious. I am Emily. And I am Joy. <laughs> And she's still laughing at herself. And I'm sorry. And this is the, the residuals. I don't know what is happening. Yes, you do. I'll tell you what's happening. Catherine uh, is back. Catherine's back. Yay. We're so happy to have you here. Um, oh my gosh. I've been so looking forward to seeing you guys again. Yeah. Oh well, I have my cup of tea. I also went to a local crystal shop and I got myself a protection candle. I feel like I am living out my life stream of being in the craft right now. I have a candle that they were like, this is a protection candle and you should carve this message into it. So I'm like sat there with my pen, scratched out a thing into the, and then I realized my handwriting was too big and I'm like getting real tiny in it, but it smells really nice. So I've lit it for the first time. Oh my God. I feel like such lunatic. But there it is. It's done. Um, so that you maybe love it. it's okay. Listen, it's okay, just, right? I feel like you need it? to stop resisting so much because you're obviously all about it. You're going yeah. to all the full moon ceremonies with our right. friends, right? You're doing all of the things, like you're right. Oh, and it's a new moon today. Yeah, I was just just gonna say I love that we're like doing this on the new moon. <laughs> it's a new moon. It's a new moon. I'm very here for this. By the way, I I looked up that crystal shop that I mentioned last time. Yeah. It was called Mostly Angels and Many Other Beings, I think. But it's closed now. No. It was the best. It was on South Robertson. I think it may have closed like in 2020 when uh. COVID happened. Although, like I said, Ruth, who is the owner, like she was up there in age, like back when I used to go there, like 10 years ago. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I recently heard something which totally unrelated, but, but related. Someone was, I was listening to a show that I really love. Um, 
that they have people write in and tell them stories and it's from the UK and it's this lovely Irish gal who reads it and I find myself like when I listen to things with people with accents I find myself always like talking back to them in their accent <laughs> like with case file yeah. when it's yeah. it, it's he's Australian so it's the Belangolo forest you know what oh, I mean or like so there was that one story they did about the soft soil she was she was in the soft soil that's all they said all the time but this is a great show called real life ghost stories and Ooh. I was listening to it and at one point they had someone write in about Bloody Mary and they mentioned that there is a practice and I just actually binged that entire new Tyler um oh what is his name he's that lovely young man who's a medium oh I just watched it too yeah and life after death I can't even think yeah oh, it was amazing yeah. you watched, have like, to watch it back to back yeah Henry Tyler yes Tyler, Tyler Henry yeah. I binged okay. the whole fucking thing in one night with insomnia and also I was probably actually staying up just to watch it um and he does this thing where he has a room that he's built in an art studio, which is in a barn that has zero natural light come into it. And it's got a big mirror and he sits with the candle and he will stare and he like basically stares into this mirror. Kind of what happens is then he starts to see shit in the mirror and he'll take notes and it's like a way of channeling because the mirror is kind of like a portal and stuff mm -hmm. and so then I was listening to this other show today and they were talking about the correlation between that kind of thing and Bloody Mary and that when you stand and you stare at yourself in the mirror for an extended period of time you start to kind of see things because it's like you're concentrating so hard that then you start to like get other senses start to kick up a little bit and yeah. that's why there's trance kind of exactly energy exactly so i just found that absolutely fascinating i'm not going to go do it anytime soon to test out yeah. the theory because i'll scare <laughs> no? the shit out of myself also because we have very big mirrored uh closet in the bedroom and i am yeah. not going to be avoiding closets like in mirrors <laughs> for the rest yeah. of the time i'm in this house i'm also fascinated by like the way that he scribbles when yes. he gets messages and I like really want to try it, but I'm like almost a little bit like, do I? <laughs> I mean, it's what's going to happen? Go. Yeah. Cause you'll be like, oh, well, it's not going to do anything. It'll totally just be something that I'm writing. And then you'll be like, what is this? I have no recollection of this. And then well, what I love about it is that like, it's nonsensical scribbling, mm -hmm. but something about that, like puts him in a space where like messages are coming through. Oh, okay. You an artist would also kind of understand this because it's yes. like when we're in the zone, it's sort of the same as like being in that energy for getting downloads. Right. Absolutely. And yeah. I feel like my whole life, I also have always like felt that sort of need to like nonsensically scribble and I'm like wait but what if that's why <laughs> I mean he did say that in in I mean this series I loved you know and no shade to the other shows that he's done in the past but this was very much like it was very real he also has a genetic thing happening his mom found out that the mother that she was raised by is not her mom 
Oh. And she they it, and it's only because he decided to do a 23 and me and it came back that he was related to these other people. And it, mm-hmm. his mom then did it and found out that her mom and her siblings and not her siblings and oh. they're on this big journey and it's just like the way that this show was done and the people that they featured it wasn't just celebrities like they had a celebrity here and there but it was real people and it was a lot of grieving parents who wanted closure and it was a way for them it was really interesting seeing this healing moment happen um with them being able to forgive themselves for whatever guilt they were hanging on to whether you know undeserved guilt for for what had happened and it was just the way it was shot the way it was produced was absolutely beautiful but he was saying the way that he started to like get messages was he was doodling in class Mm -hmm. he would doodle and just like rant like totally absent-mindedly doodle and he would start to get messages and that's how it all started for him so get to it joy guess i'll watch this now yeah you told me yet. I've been ad. like finishing up Queer Eye. So when I'm done with that, <laughs> I'll get I, on it. I believe it's Netflix. Let me double check. Yeah. It is it Netflix. Mm-hmm. Okay. When you were last on, we left off with there was a, a ghost that you'd had in Los Angeles. Uh, oh, yeah. yes. Oh, by the way, before we jump into that, I do yeah. have a couple of updates. Oh, 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 yes. Um, yes, yes. We love an update. <laughs> yeah. So, Joy, you asked if my mom, like, went into that house that we inherited and, like, said anything to the spirits. And I asked her and she said, yes, she <gasps> did. So you were right on. <laughs> I love it. And she said, yes, she like walked around the house and said, like, if there are any spirits here, like, please don't feel threatened. Like, we want to try and fix this place up and make it a home again. So please, you know, be nice to my children and all that stuff. And then it also occurred to me after our last conversation that all of the walls that we were knocking out in that house were not original to that spirits probably had no issue with that because my grandfather had converted it into a duplex and we were restoring it to its original floor plan like as a single family residence so all but one wall that we knocked down were like walls that my grandfather had put up to like make it into two separate flats Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. So I would imagine that's kind of like different to spirits, you know, like they don't have a problem with that because they're like, yes, put it back the way it should be. Right. Like, right. Oh. Thank you for taking that wall down. Now I can pass through my normal doorway the way that it yeah. used to be. Well, we, we had that, we had my friend Chris on and he used to see there was a woman who haunted his house and his house, he'd done some renovation in the kitchen and she would like just kind of just like it was like she was really confused. What was the it woman that, that went the that was the one when he was talking about the apartment? Yeah. In North Carolina that she would like walk down the hall and just like disappear down the hall. Yeah. Like through a wall. Like but uh, there was something in the kitchen. They'd knock down a wall in the kitchen. Oh, and yeah. She there would was just kind one. of like 
<laughs> like like she's glitching in a video she's game. glitching yeah like it she- <laughs> makes me think of like there's that there's that meme of john travolta in in pulp fiction where he's just standing there like looking around holding looking, his jacket where like, am i what's going on what's going on royale <laughs> with cheese but yeah oh that's amazing do you have any yeah. other updates oh my god thank you um, no i just i per- really Thank you for the validation. It makes me so. I need it so much. I need to be right. I need answers. Yeah, you're totally right. Um, so yeah, that actually segues perfectly into my LA ghost because I so okay. The majority of the time that I lived in LA, I was in one building, um, the one that ended up having mold. And oh yeah. It, <laughs> It was like a vintage, they said it was built in like the 1930s um, building and there were 12 one bedroom apartments in this building. So it wasn't huge, Um, but I always had the feeling that like, it was never a single family residence. Like I think it was way too large for that, but I think that they were originally large or flats. Like I think at some point someone cut them down into one bedroom apartments to like make more money. Right. Um, and so my apartment was like a middle apartment. So, you know, there were two floors and three apartments on each side and mine was in the middle and all of the activity in my apartment was on like one side of the apartment oh. was originally like part of the same flat with the other apartment, like on that other side, which right, incidentally, right. in the almost six years that I lived there, that apartment had the highest turnover of <gasps> any apartment in the building. Ding, like, ding, ding more than six tenants lived in that apartment in the time that I was there. Like people were leaving before their lease was up, like multiple couples moved in and only one of their relationships like survived living in that apartment. That's happening with my old place. Like right now. Are you serious? Really? We've been out of there for just a year this month and they've had two sets of new tenants in and out already because I'm still friends with the people that live next door. So they tell me, and the whole time I was there, it's like, it's weird. I don't like it here. Everything. Blah, 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 blah. Did you guys have like experiences in that place? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I it's felt across super the weird street from a hospital. Yeah. It's, it's uncomfortable. What? Tell, tell her about the stuff. things. Tell her about I don't, the things. I don't, I, well, sometimes the TV would go on in the middle of the night. Um, and that's happened to me other places. So I was just, okay, well, my head's going under the covers and I'm going to kick my husband until he wakes up to do something about it. Or I'm just going to lay there and have multiple heart attacks until I fall asleep again, or it goes off on its own. Um, it was just like weird energy. Like sometimes I would feel like, like something was in the room with me, but it wasn't something that would stay. It wouldn't be there for weeks at a time it really felt like that sort of transient thing. Like um, Anessa came over that time and said that she felt like somebody was there and that they went home with her. And do you remember what she said they smelled like? She, she said they smelled like adult diapers. Oh my God. <laughs> but that it went home with her 
and that she ended up talking to it and eventually i don't know that she i think sent what it on she it, said she sent it to its light i think she said i'll be with you in a little while i can't talk to you right now please wait in my bedroom and then it just sort of left <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to like, no. but that just totally, it's happening now. So I had to stop sorry, apologizing. I, apologize. I fucking love that. And I honestly, I really feel like it's, it's, there's a, there's a super highway but, but from it's the busy. hospital. It's and busy. it's you're also by yeah. the freeway, the overpass. Yeah, the junction of the 134 and the two is yeah, right there. Exactly. It's all busy. Trouble living close to places where there are like hospitals or, like graveyards like then it's just like oh my god like so much going mm -hmm. on yeah it's a lot it's never calm during this period of my life I like still had not figured out why I was like why are all these spirits like coming to me like I can't see you I can't hear you what do you want me to do um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and also in this building like the stairwell going upstairs was on that same sort of side of the building where all of the activity in my apartment was. And then the apartment that had like crazy turnover with tenants. Um, and insane. a lot of times when I was going up the stairs, it would feel like something like pushed me a little bit or was like tripping me like up the stairs. And it was like, I've literally lived here for like five years. Like, how do I trip up these stairs? It wasn't even like, one was a little shorter or anything like that. It was never the same stair. Like, <sighs> and it would always happen whenever I like wasn't thinking about, I'm not going to trip up the stairs. Like I was just like, like something else, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I had a lot of just like little experiences in this apartment. And I always sage everywhere when I move in and I will like regularly sage um, things didn't calm down a lot until I got a salt lamp in this apartment. Like that changed the game. Really? Oh, really big, helpful thing. Um, Excuse me while I get on Amazon quickly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Oh my God. I just I, realized something. Yeah. So like, I also, I had two different dogs in this apartment because one like passed away mm -hmm. in 2016 and then I adopted Belinda my little monster that I have now um Belinda I actually rescued her on Halloween so oh. I, I named her I tried to think of something that was like a little bit witchy but also a little bit silly to fit her personality so love we this went Belinda. <laughs> um, and both of them like would have moments where they would clearly be seeing something that I couldn't physically see and just like viciously barking at like an empty corner or oh, something no. like that. And I felt like there were possibly like multiple spirits that were sort of coming and going from this apartment and it was also a neighborhood like full of apartment buildings so there was just a lot of like you know residual energy and possibly PK manifestations from other people who knows um well but... I mean it, it sounds like with it's very sorry to interrupt it sounds like with like PK manifestations if what's happening energy wise especially in the apartment next door to you mm -hmm. if what's happening is 
is so bad that it's breaking couples up and they're having to move out all the time, that kind of emotional turmoil that, that triggers PK stuff, right. That can manifest PK stuff. So then Mm -hmm. you've got, you know, or were they having issues because an entity was causing, but that, and that, that's what I mean. Like, so an entity causes, but also like vicious cycle entities (laughs) feed on emotion. They feed on fear and they feed on anger. And so Mm -hmm. if they're hungry and they want more, they want to be able to do more stuff. Like that's kind of what it is. You create. Yeah. They were, they were, they were doing some homesteading and growing their own crops by yeah. setting the shit up. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, by so, the yeah. way, sorry, I just realized something when you said salt lamp at our old house in my daughter's nursery, I had a salt lamp that I kept on all the time in her room when she was sleeping. It was the nightlight I used for her and nothing happened until I started turning it off. So her room could be completely dark and then shit started happening. And that was when we had the orbs flying around her crib and things no flying in and out way. from under it. I just, yeah. cause, cause at that point she was sleep trained and I didn't have to go in and do night feeds. And it was oh. when she was able to sleep through the night, then I turned it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made a huge, huge difference. I need to get um, more. Yeah, there were also like a few times in that apartment where both dogs, obviously at separate times, um, they sort of act acted like something had like kicked them. Oh no! Oh, and at that point, I just like whipped out the stage and I was like, listen, like we can coexist. I have no problem with spirits being here, but like, do not F around with my pets. Like yeah. it's not their fault that anything is happening here. Like you're not going to get anger out of me from that, but you need to leave them alone. And then like Whoa. after that, it kind of stopped. But then when I got a new pet, then it like happened again. And I had to like have that conversation again. Oh my God. Um, yeah, but the majority or really all of the activity was on the kitchen and living room side of my apartment. Oh. And so this is like the best story. So I was like dating this guy for a little bit, dating in like the loosest sense of the word. In the Los and, Angeles sense. Yeah. <laughs> and he came over and we were hanging out and like I don't even remember how we got onto the topic but like I was like yeah I've had like lots of ghosts in my life and he was just like no nah, this is bullshit like ghosts are fucking stupid like ghosts aren't real like all this stuff and I was like you really shouldn't say that <laughs> you should be saying that in this apartment <laughs> good luck and it was like whoa do I something's gonna happen and it was like dude like I'm just warning you like just because you haven't experienced something doesn't mean that it's not real right and so he was sitting on the couch I was sitting kind of across from him in this chair that I had that was next to the kitchen door and then on the other side of that door I I had like my tv stand and then actually have it now I could maybe like turn this around and show you how I have like frames like oh, yeah. around television so it was it was set up like that um and like below the ones that come down the side 
there was like a side table with this big plant on it. And I was trying to like tell him like a couple other stories of stuff that had happened to me. And he was just like, no, this is stupid. Like, I don't believe you. You're like making me think that you're crazy. And I was like, you need to calm down with that. I'm telling you. And he didn't want to listen to me. And as I'm talking and he's like, no, this is dumb. One of the photos comes flying off the wall, completely clears the table and the giant plant and like lands on the floor next to me by the chair. Oh my god! (laughs) And then I just kept telling my story, and he was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're just gonna act like nothing happened. Like that's normal for you. This is normal for you." And I was like, "Yes, this is what I'm trying to tell you. This is the conversation we're having. (laughs) Fucking idiot." Oh my yeah. god. So, I love that. So he he broche at himself while he was yeah. trying to brosplain to you about ghosts. He did. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. Please tell me it. that they the just ghost was like, listen, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> love that shit. That was so good. Oh my yeah, god. It, yeah. So that didn't last long after that. And then like a couple months later, I was like dating this other guy. And he came over and I like told him that story and he was like, for real, like there's some ghosts up in here. Like, I don't know if I can deal with this. And it was like, let's just have a drink and let's go. And I'm like, okay. So we're like in the kitchen, we're making drinks. And he's like, I don't know, man, maybe we should just go. Like, I feel like your ghost is going to like fuck with me. Like, I'm not cool with this. And I was like, well, are you bringing good energy or not? Because you're not then it probably is gonna fuck with you and he was like okay 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 let's just have these drinks but I'm kind of nervous and as he's saying this like I'm like pouring the drinks and they're next to each other and his drink goes sliding across the counter like shut up (laughs) shut up Wait, was it sliding towards him or away from him? It was sliding away from him. And like oh, then he didn't me. have good energy. It, that was the ghost saying, nope, none for you. Nope. You don't have good energy. Nope. Nope. Oh, my this God. This is not the one for you. No, we're taking this drink away from you. Goodbye. No, Go you're, home. It's like yeah. I, when I met my husband, I had a dog that hated everybody but him. And so then like that, like, that was when I was like, oh. I might marry you one day. My dog actually likes you. <laughs> Sounds like your ghost was like, had a really good picker and was <laughs> like, this is, he is not the one not the you one. should leave. I'm taking your yeah. drink and you should leave. Yeah. I'm going to throw a picture at you. <laughs> you should really leave. You should before really I leave. let it hit you next time. <laughs> You're lucky. I did. I missed you on purpose. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Did, was this like a regular thing? Like, did this happen with other people that came into your home that like, well, maybe not the best energy wise to be in your life. Um, not, I, I think that, that it is possible that there have may have been like one other that it happened to, but he didn't actually like tell me. What Ooh, okay. Like what? Because like this what? I was like one of those, like, just like right away, kind of like love bombing, which is Ooh, not that's not fit. good like I'm not really into that and but like there also felt like a little bit of like a past life connection there like you know like we met each other for the first time and I was like I know you you know yeah um, 
So I was still just like sort of exploring it, but I, I definitely was like a little bit like red flag. Like, why are you like so into this, like so quickly? And then he just like disappeared and like ghosted me like out of nowhere. He ghosted you. (laughs) 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 And I don't know. I mean, I was always the kind of person who like, I wouldn't get upset when people would ghost me because I was like, cool. Like, show me your true colors right away. (laughs) If you want to dip out, I'm cool with that. Like, I'm not going to take offense to it. I'm just going to consider it like a blessing in disguise. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I would rather you dip out like before I develop any feelings for you. Right. <laughs> so have a nice life. I don't need any explanations. <laughs> but the fact that I'm that was, person. Yeah, I need you. to I need answers. Yeah. But the fact that he was love bombing you so hard and then he just vanished. Yeah. That or maybe is... it was just because like I wasn't falling for it. I don't know. But then what was really weird about it is that for I'm not kidding you, like, years afterwards, he would, like, try to, like, reach out and be like, I'm sorry, forgive me, and, like, all this stuff, and I'm just like... Oh, no, that's just red flags. That's just someone who's... who's, No. That's just not... That's just not good. Yeah. It was like... like, That's a a bullet dodge, darling. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering if... We yeah. maybe dated some of the same people based on your <laughs> impressions of them and, and descriptions. It sounds very possible. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I did kind of wonder if like maybe something had like happened like with the ghost because he was like not bringing good energy and he just like didn't tell me, you know, like I didn't witness it. But yeah. Something- yeah happened hmm. <laughs> that is amazing yeah. wait okay so you've okay so you had the, that bonkers situation and I think it's fascinating about it being one side of your apartment haunted and the other's not I think I've I've talked about this with joy in the past like the first ghost ghost I know that I saw was um when I was a kid I grew up horse riding and it was my dad's like best mate's farm. They had a farmhouse on the farm grounds that used to be where the farmhands would live. And so it was originally a duplex essentially. Mm -hmm. And they did the same thing that your family did. They made it into one house, but it was like always originally a a, a duplex. Um, But one side of it was haunted and the other side was not. And so I went up the stairs. It was New Year's Eve. I'd also maybe had a bit to drink and I was <laughs> nine, which it's the UK. So, you know, yeah. that is, but yeah. I'm also coming up on 18 years of sobriety. So there's also that one, um, <laughs> which explains a lot. But I went up the side that was not haunted and I stepped across. I opened the door into the office onto which is opening the door across the threshold into the next side mm-hmm. and there was something there in that dark room that was not a person all the lights were out and it was that you know in ghostbusters the librarian in the basement in the very first scene where it's like this 
glowing, translucent something. Mm -hmm. That is what I saw. And I lost my shit, screamed, turned around and fell down the stairs as I was running back to people. And they were like, and I was hysterical because what I'd seen was so jarring to me and I knew what I'd seen. But I was also, like I said, I was nine and I'd had like a beer. So, you know, (laughs) drunk nine-year-old and all the adults thought it was absolutely hilarious because they were adults and they were actually shit-faced. Sure. Um, But it (laughs) was... That's so scary. Yeah. And it was, that was, that, but that was the exact same thing. Like they would have that and they Mm. would have, like, they would be sitting there eating breakfast and whoever it was would just walk through the kitchen and then disappear to the other side. Yeah. Like, and they were just so used to it that it just became part of life. But yeah, no, I, I had that. So I 100% believe in that shit. We also had Susan, a friend was on and um, was telling us about a haunting of seeing someone and you only saw half of them because the building had been changed and the floor level had been changed. So the floor they were walking on was actually the new floor was like halfway above that. So the original floor was like waist height down. So they're walking. And so you only see half of them because they're actually walking the original pathways. (sighs) Yeah. No, I believe 100% in that shit, that even in if it's one building, it can be concentrated in that one spot. And yeah, if, I mean, I don't know that that's like an intelligent haunting either or just a residual energy that's walking the same path that you're seeing, but like it makes sense to stay in that place, right? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know, man. It doesn't sound residual when it kicks you. No, 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 no. I don't mean that. Oh, but that I mean one. like okay. the halfway through like <laughs> oh, yeah, the yeah. floor or whatever. No, I yeah. don't know if that's an intelligent one or not, but Agreed. unless they're just messing with you. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. look, there's Where only like, half of me. I'm going down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So right after I graduated from college, I went to the university of Washington in Seattle And at the time, my aunt was living in this teeny tiny town on the Oregon coast. Um, And she's my mom's oldest sister. So she was retired already and she loved to travel. So she would just like go on all these trips, like traveling around the world. So I decided to take a hiatus and go sort of live at her house and like house it because she would be gone on these trips and then she would come back for like a week or two at a time. And then she would like be gone for anywhere from like two to four or five weeks on a trip. So most of the time I was alone in this house and taking care of just like my dog and her cat. And, um, she, she like had all sorts of like trinkets and things in this house from all of her travels. And when I first got there, like, I seriously, I just thought that like the cat was like being an asshole and like moving stuff around or like knocking stuff over. And then I started to realize that like, no, there's just like no way that like the cat could be doing this. Oh no. (laughs) And also there my dog peaches like she would viciously bark at 
a bookcase, like a built-in bookcase. What was in the bookcase? Just books. Dead things. (laughs) Oh, dead. (laughs) Clearly dead dead things. Seeing something that I was not seeing. And when I was going to sleep at night, I would like hear footsteps in the house when like I knew I was the only person there. no, 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 no. No. So I call my mom and I'm like, mom, has Mimi ever said anything to you about this house being haunted? And she just goes, (laughs) and I was like, really? She didn't think to give you a heads up. Exactly. I was like like, testing you. Don't you dare react that way. And second of all, you couldn't have warned me before I came here. And she was like, well, she wasn't sure because, you know, like she's not there all the time. And, but yeah, apparently like the man who lived there before her, he died in the house. And I was like, you shitting me right now. Like, oh, cool. And this was, this was the first time I think that I... I was like having experiences and I can say for sure, like there is ghostly stuff happening right. here. And like, I, so it sort of started progressing and, and this was, this house was on the coast. So every day at some point, like I would go to the beach and like take my dog and let her run around on the beach. And my aunt had these like weird sort of hook type shelves like they were like sort of these like curly cues that were like carved in wood that like came out from the wall and she also collected purses in all of her travels so she had like all these little like purses from everywhere she had been around the world and they were like sort of hanging and like placed on these like hook shelf things and I would come back from the beach and like a bunch of the purses would just be laying on the floor, like beneath the hooks in a perfectly straight line. What? No, 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 the cat is not a Virgo. The cat is not an, and everything must be neat Virgo. Maybe the guy was before he died. He was like, listen, these are not hanging at the right heights. I need them just to have some kind of order. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a little talk with him and be like, listen, buddy, like we can coexist. I respect that this was your house and you loved it, but like, please don't scare the animals and we can be cool with each other. Like, don't worry about us. And then he would still just kind of like do little playful stuff like that and like move trinkets around. Like, Mm. I just like, I wasn't messing with her knickknacks, you know? So like, how did it move from like one room to another? Like, (laughs) whoa, I thought you meant like move an inch, not move into an entire different room. Like move to entirely separate places in the room or in the house. He loved to just like move around. And she thought that her cat was doing that. The cat was no. using its opposable thumbs. Or you <laughs> no, thought the cat. You know, this was me. I was like, oh it, it was like things would just sort of be like knocked over. Right. Or like out of place sort of. But I also, it was like, I had just gotten there. So I didn't know her house that well or like right. where everything belonged yet. And right. 
I was like, wait, was that there or wasn't it there? I can't remember. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did the, oh, did the yeah. footsteps at night chill out after you had that conversation with him? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. That the yeah. footsteps at night in a house by myself, I think would really make yeah. me run run for the hills yeah well and the weird part about it too is that a lot of times it sounded like it was like in the attic but there wasn't really an attic to this oh. house it was just like an open space up there it wasn't like there was any way to for anyone to get up there you know and i'm like okay like that when that started happening i was like that's when i called my mom and i was like what is going on here like has she ever talked about there being a ghost here and she was just like <gasps> and i was like how dare oh you God. about that oh man well, funny you should say that because yes it is haunted <laughs> You just yeah. won your ghost badge in Girl Scouts. Like, I know. No. That's what it sounds like. You got your merit badge in Haunting. Don't need to test me, jerks. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so, like, you've been haunted from coast to coast. You're like space ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just followed you. Uh, I know. Donnie Osmond. This is why I say, like, for the longest time, I was just like, I don't even understand what's happening here because I can't actually see you. I can't, I don't feel like I can like hear you or have a conversation with you. Like, what do you want me to do? Why are all of these spirits around me? And I was like, well, maybe this is just the way it is. Like they're just right. everywhere. Like, I don't know. And so then when I moved out of the mold apartment, I moved to Brentwood, which is like right next to that, like giant cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's by the, the, by UCLA. It's a giant veterans cemetery. Mm -hmm. oh. oh, honey. That's. Uh -huh. I felt like there was a ghost, like a nice ghost that had just like been with me all along. And maybe she was the one that was actually like fucking around with like guys that weren't cool. Um, <laughs> Could be. But yeah. So this was like when I sort of went through everything with the like fibro not fibro I don't even know um and so I had like all of this time on my hands all of a sudden and I started sort of like meditating more and I talked to my personal healer about like no like there's something with me but it's not like a dark like entity kind of thing and I just like can't figure this out and she was like, well, I think that you should like meditate on it. And so I did. And as I was meditating, I just like had this like visceral flashback to when I was about like four ish and like, so when I was very little, my mom like let me sleep in her room with her. Like she had me as a single parent and then she met my dad when I was three. They got married when I was five and he adopted me. Um, and then a couple of years later, they had my first sister. And then a couple of years after that, they had my second sister. So that's why there's such a huge gap in age between us. Um, and so like around that time, I had to like start sleeping in my own room and it was 
very scary for me because I was so used to just like having another like human body mm-hmm. and presence like in the room with me. Right. And I had totally forgotten that as a way to sort of self-soothe and like get through that, I would, well, first of all, I had like 700 stuffed animals and I, I would like line them all up like around me, like, like this little like minion army protecting me on all sides. And I was like obsessed with Jack and the Beanstalk at the time. I like loved Jack and the Beanstalk. And I just started doing this little like visualization where like a beanstalk would start growing and I would like climb up this beanstalk to like the gates of heaven. And then I would just make this little like cloud bed at the gates of heaven, like say hi to God or, you know, our creator, whatever we want to call him or her. And then I would like lay down on my cloud pillow and it was almost like I would just sort of like plug in and just like relax. And I don't think I even realized it at the time, but I was like creating this little like portal into the light. Right. <laughs> and like spirits could follow me if they wanted to, if they want to. Wow. Oh my gosh. So I like had that realization as I'm like meditating and then I was like, okay, I'm going to like try and just like talk to this ghost, but I'm not going to have any expectation that I'm going to hear it as a voice like outside of me. I'm just going to like pay attention to the answers that like come into my head. And I started talking to her and her name was Abby and she said that she had like been with me since I was in Seattle. and. Like, it was funny because she, she said a bunch of stuff that like, without me even telling my spiritual healer in my next session, my, like my spiritual healer was like, I think this and that, and this, and it was like all like absolutely the same thing that like came to me in the conversation with her, like, and she had just like attached to me because she really liked me and she thought that I was like fun and cool and like living the kind of life that like she would have wanted to live. (laughs) Oh, wow. Like, yeah. Um, And so I sort of had a conversation with her and she was like, I just feel like I like can't cross over. Like I'm like, I'm not allowed in heaven because of like certain things that had like happened in my life and like decisions that I had made. And I realized that that, that's sort of a theme. Like there are likely a lot of like spirits here that think they can't cross over because of whatever sort of like irrational teachings that have happened right. here in this lifetime gotcha. to make them think that they don't deserve to like cross over to the other side. And I was like, it's okay. Like those are human beliefs that belong in this existential plane. Like <laughs> you're allowed if you want to go you can go so like are you ready let's do it and then I like did the beanstalk and she like followed me up and like crossed over and I was like wait (laughs) I just like completely forgot that I used to do this like in my childhood for the longest forgot that I did this and so now it's like if little like stuff starts happening in my house and I'm like 
oh, right. Like I haven't done that in a while. Like they're like reminding me like, hello, I'm here. Can you help me please? Like <laughs> I'm ready, but I need a portal. Like, <laughs> Whoa. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Somewhat like within a year after having that realization, I went to Chicago um, to so my my sister that lives there and her fiance at the time, husband now, they were running the Chicago Marathon. And um her best friend was like so so cute. Like my parents were staying at a hotel like way up by O'Hare, but we sort of needed like a home base like in the city that wasn't necessarily Juliet and Dan's apartment. So her best friend like went and stayed with her boyfriend and let me stay at her apartment, which was like oh my the gosh. cutest thing in the freaking the world. And so I'm at Tori's apartment and I like laid down to like meditate a little bit. And it was all of a sudden, it was like, I was just like bombarded with all of these spirits being like fire, 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 fire. And at this point in my life, I have never given one single thought to the great Chicago fire. (laughs) Right. And then my sister calls me and she's like, Hey, Dan and I are coming over to like drop some stuff off with you. And I'm like, cool. And they weren't far away. So I go downstairs to meet them. And I just have this like weird look on my face. And she was like, are you okay? And I was like, um, yes, but neither you or Tori told me that this building is in the part of Chicago that burned in the fire and all oh these ghosts God. are coming to me. And poor Dan, like he is the most amazing. This is the second time I've ever met him in our oh life. Oh my God. And here I am. <laughs> lunatic. Like, oh, there's ghosts in this apartment. <laughs> and he just like burst out laughing and they were like we're so relieved we thought something was actually wrong um excuse me i'm having dead people shouting at me that the yeah. building's on fire yes it's there is something wrong yes. oh my um, god about like having ghost stuff happen here and she was like yeah sometimes and i was like cool well tell tori i'm gonna go back inside and clear all of her ghosts we're gonna cross them over and yeah it like turned out that like this building was basically it was at the very edge of where the fire had like consumed the city and killed people but this was the type of fire that was like horribly mismanaged so it never should have stretched that far like those people theoretically should have been safe and yeah, I just had like all of these like spirits just like fire, 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 fire. And I was like, okay, everybody, who would like to cross over? Let's do this. Like, we're bringing the beanstalk. Let's go up. We can do this together. And like the whole time that I was there, I just kept doing it over and over and over because I felt like there were like so many of them. It was nuts. Oh, oh my God. God. So after you left, did Tori say that anything had changed in her apartment? Do you know? Um, you know, I never asked her about it specifically. Um, 
I should, I will be seeing her in May. I should ask her. Please do. And then we can have a follow-up. Yeah. <laughs> when these things happen, like Catherine with the, the beanstalk and crossing over and that kind of thing, are you like fatigued afterwards? And if so, like, do you do anything special or do you just like sleep a little later the next day? Like, is it a... A, like mental emotional fatigue like what happens well I feel like the e- easiest way for me to do it is just as I'm falling asleep and that way I'm just already gonna be sleeping anyway okay if I try to just do it at a random time then mm. I do feel a little bit fatigued, but it's also been hard for me to measure that simply because like everything with the fibro, not fibro, like right. involved a lot of exhaustion too. So mm-hmm. it it's hard for me to sort of differentiate, especially because like doctors also said that like the particular medication that I was on, like I would be experiencing side effects from that medication for the same period of time that I had been taking the medication, which was two years. Oh Oh. God, honey. So I have literally just passed that two year mark this past October. Mm -hmm. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I try to just do it at night, honestly, um, Mm -hmm. where I'm living now, there are no graveyards nearby. I made sure of that. And, <laughs> you know, if I, if I feel like something is here or something sort of small and paranormal happens, then I'll just be like, okay, hi, thank you for reminding me. Come back tonight. I'll turn the open for business sign on, but right now it's closed. <laughs> right. That's incredible. That's one of the things, though, that you see on a lot of shows. Um, you know, of course, I'm I'm going back to like all of these paranormal television shows. But when people write in saying that they need help for their home, a lot of them they have sudden diagnoses of fibromyalgia and other autoimmune conditions mm-hmm. after moving into these homes that have a lot of activity. So, yeah, you know. It's one can't help but wonder, well, is it because the energy is being drained from them in a certain area? Is it a certain mm-hmm. part of the brain that's being activated in people who are a little bit more open and sensitive that's then depleting that adrenal yeah. um, response type situation? Do you know what I mean? And it just, yeah, it's, I don't know. I wonder about that. I do. If you have a scary story of your own that when you listen to us, you think, oh, I should send my stuff in, email us at theresidualspodcast at gmail.com. We also have Instagram, the underscore residuals underscore podcast. And I think we have a Twitter too, don't we, Joy? We do. We definitely have a Twitter. It is at the residuals pod. Just that pod? Just that. Drop the cast for Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, should we get back to the show? Oh, heck yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm I'm really glad to have you back and I'm really excited for Joy oh. 
to have a reading with you because oh. I told you like I still can't shut up about my reading with you that I had and I'm nervous about having a reading I haven't had one in a long time <laughs> I find myself very nervous right now <laughs> you, sh- you should be I don't know. I don't know what to ask about. I think that's the thing that's throwing me. I'm just like, you don't have to ask anything. Um, I typically, for the most part, do sort of general readings. I just ask the universe, help me deliver any messages or advice that it feels you need to hear at this present moment in time. Perfect. Uh, (laughs) I mean, if people have questions, I'm totally open to that. But most of the readings that I do are just sort of general. Let's the universe. You, you do you do you do you doing me. (laughs) All right. I do. I do have one request after Joy. Would you mind just doing like a one card something just for our show, just to see like, because that we want. We want for our the show. podcast. Yeah, for I the podcast. Yeah, for the podcast. Because like we want this to we want this year to be the year that someone maybe picks us up and pays us to do this. You're and, gonna infiltrate my deck now. Oh shit. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. Enjoy. You send you send Hold your on. bananas. I'll just bulldo- send my think, bananas. Send yeah. your bananas. I don't, I'll have to explain that to Catherine. You please tell Catherine about the bananas. Um, should I do that now or should I just concentrate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Concentrate now and then tell her okay. about the bananas. Let me concentrate now. Do All it. right. I'm just going to ground a little bit. All right, universe. What messages do we have for Joy today? Oh, that's two that came together. So we're taking both of those. Okay. Okay. So we're doing a four segment spread, but we did have one extra card pop out in that first sector. Um, For me, when two cards pop out at the same time, that signifies to me that they're really meant to be read as a message together. That's why they popped out together. So I put them together into that sector um, rather than trying to split them apart. So we have five cards in four sectors of your spread. Um, I'm just taking a look at what we have overall here. And we have two major arcana cards, one swords, one wands, one cups and so the only thing that we're missing is pentacles but we'll be touching in each of the other realms of the deck now before i delve into this i also like to sort of remind everyone that anything we talk about with regard to these cards can of course pertain to what you're experiencing internally but it can also pertain to what you're experiencing externally what's going Mm -hmm. on around you okay So um, we're going to start with these first three cards, which are technically two separate sectors of the spread, but they both apply to what's going on in present time. The first two that hopped out together being exactly that. The second sector 
third card being something that is crossing you or something that's just affecting the current situation. Now, because we got two cards that hopped out together, I'm going to show each of them to you and then I'll sort of talk about them one by one. And then I'll tell you my interpretation on what I think they're saying together in this sector of your spread. So we got the judgment card. This came up in reverse and we got the ace of wands also in reverse. Now, where do I want to start? I feel like, of course, there's an extra one. Why couldn't it just be normal? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I think I'm actually going to start with this ace of wands. So again, wands puts us into this realm of your passions, taking action, making changes. Aces are about new beginnings and new opportunities. When this card falls in reverse, it can carry energies of um, maybe a lack of action or excitement or motivation or a feeling that there's sort of like stalled growth or potential. Um, maybe a little bit like your inner passions are being stunted and trying to figure out some sort of new beginning to spark that inner creative flame again. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I will come back to this, but I want to sort of address the judgment card as well. Um, so this is your first major arcana card because the major arcana maps out that journey. Like we talked out about before that our soul goes on in search of enlightenment or in search of finding ourselves, it can actually be broken up into different sections that speak to what we're learning at that point in the journey. The judgment card falls into the sector of the major arcana that speaks to forces of life. So external forces of life, sometimes universal forces of life over which we truly have have no control that teach us about darkness and light, how we perceive those different types of energies, how we sometimes internalize um, those different types of energies and harness or run with them, these types of things. Now, when the judgment card falls in reverse, it can signify energies of um, possibly being somewhat critical of yourself. Um, maybe refusing or, or having a hard time moving on from certain things that happened in the past or having a hard time forgiving yourself or others and how that can kind oh of relate <laughs> to a lack of growth, which is so congruent with that ace of wands in reverse energy, that sort of stunted inner passion. So when I look at the two of these together, this to me is the universe wanting to acknowledge that presently you just may be in a moment where you could be doing some sort of shadow work, right? And um, sort of focusing in on these energies of lack of action, motivation, that stalled sort of stunted inner passion energy. And that it's important for you to sort of recognize that that may be causing you to be a little bit hard on yourself. Um, you could be sort of reflecting on, on past ways or how do I want to word this? Uh, 
how these energies may have been a pattern for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do also want to acknowledge that, um, this is incredibly congruent with the overall cosmic energy that we're in right now. Yeah, for sure. Especially with this new moon um, in Aries, we are all supposed to be doing shadow work mm-hmm. and processing these deep shadowy emotions, not sort of um, uh, ignoring them or what is the word that I'm looking for disassociating from them. So I actually love that this is coming up in the universe kind of wanting you to, or wanting to encourage you to continue doing this work, because the more that we're able to sort of process around this stuff, the more that we can integrate these parts of ourselves and, and recognize, um, sorry, I'm crying already (laughs) (laughs) that, you know, we don't necessarily have to be, hard on ourselves about the in order to release that stuff does that make sense oh yeah oh honey it's okay I've talked about this a lot with career stuff so this all makes a lot of sense I'm gonna go on to this next card um so in terms of what is affecting this judgment and ace of wands situation you got the star And this card actually fell side to side like this. Now, when this happens, and it's not strongly upright, it's not strongly in the reverse, that signifies for me as a reader that I need to explain both the upright and reverse meanings of this card to you, okay? Now, funny enough, the star falls into the same sector of the major arcana as the judgment card, these Mm. forces of life that teach us about darkness and light, okay? Now, in the upright position, the star speaks to energies of self-rejuvenation, of hope, of guidance, revival of our spirit, of our inspiration, and belief in our own potential, okay? When it's in the reverse... Um, it can sort of speak to the reverse, like energies around like a lack of faith or dreams or hope or inspiration, um, um, spiraling into energies around like lost wishes and how those types of darker energies can cause us to have this disbelief in the magic of the universe, in our own potential, these sorts of things. Now, When this happens and I feel the need to explain both the upright and reverse meaning of a card, it can signify different things depending on where it's falling in your spread to me. But because we're in this present sector, that typically says to me that either you could be experiencing both meanings, possibly in separate facets of your life, or that presently you are just feeling a little caught in the balance between the two meanings, that you have moments where you feel empowered to do sort of self-rejuvenation type of work and restore that energy of hope and guidance, reviving your own spirit, believing in your own potential. But then you may have other moments likely related to this judgment in reverse card when you're being really hard on yourself, where you then are having sort of a lack of faith or hope or inspiration, possibly looking back on ways in which things have gone down in the past that have caused 
things to not work out as planned and how that relates to this sort of idea of like lost wishes and that it's important for you to sort of be able to recognize when you're having those moments, because through that recognition, that's when you can kind of stop yourself from spiraling into that energy in a way that it then, um, that you, that you feel that it defines you, that it truly stalls your growth or, um, causes you to sort of stop believing in the magic of the universe in the possibilities for your own potential to solve mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. This whole, I could relate this to at least two huge things in my life that are both separate, but intertwined at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a very literal, like I am literally in between those two things right now. Like that yeah. falling side, I am actually right there, back and forth, like daily in those two places. Whew. I do want to reiterate, though, that I feel like all of these cards together are the universe wanting to acknowledge that whether you're like super aware of all of the astrological stuff that's going on right now or not intuitively you are feeling it you're leaning into it and you even though it feels dark at times and possibly uncomfortable Mm -hmm. we are supposed to right now be leaning into this stuff allowing ourselves to feel these deep feelings in order to release them it's actually a part of this self-rejuvenation process um and how do i want to word this Like, I do feel like this is the universe wanting to acknowledge that, like, you're doing the hard work, even though it may involve you sort of confronting um, ways of thinking that could hold you back sometimes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. by allowing yourself to really feel and experience that it's going to help you to do this self-rejuvenating work in the correct way, right? And it's going to also help you gain a really adept skill set at recognizing when you're in those darker energies versus those lighter energies and how to integrate them. Because as human beings, we all have darkness and light inside of us. And you know, I, I know that there are a lot of healers out there that are very like love and light, love and light. I'm not one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't mean to say that like a judgmental way, because if that's what works for them, great. But for a lot of us who have experienced a lot of darkness, like we can't just like ignore that that exists. Right. Right. Yeah. Because it just comes back. Yeah. And it's not, it, it, it's, it's not necessary that we only focus on love and light in order to sort of step into our light and power. It's possible to just sort of integrate the light side of ourselves and the shadowy sides of ourselves at the same Mm -hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Awesome. All right. Oh my God. We're only halfway through and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) 
This next sector is what's behind you. This can speak to past experiences that could have led to the present moment in time, or it can speak to past experiences that could be affecting how you're processing things in present time. And do remember that it is always my intention to let the universe remind you of certain gifts that you have. So a lot of times that comes up in this past sector in terms of past experiences that have given you a certain tool set, a skill set that now lives inside of you as a part of who you are and therefore could be affecting how the processing things. Okay. Sure. Now here you got the Prince of Swords and he fell strongly upright. Okay. Um, in, <laughs> in a typical tarot deck, the four court cards are usually called page, knight, queen, king. In this deck, it calls the pages and the knights, princess and prince, respectively. So this is akin to the knight of swords in any normal tarot deck. I always like to point that out whenever someone gets a prince because I do feel like that mental connotation that we have of a knight in shining armor is important to understanding their energy in mm. that they are all about this forward momentum with action-driven purpose. So we have that energy of action-driven purpose applied to the realm of swords, which encompasses this realm of your mind, knowledge, thought and belief patterns, communication with others. In this upright position, he is all about charging forward with unstoppable dynamic thought, okay? Asserting ideas and opinions, <laughs> having Wait, wait true... I'm sorry. Did you just say that Joy pulled a card that's about asserting ideas and opinions? That's not Joy. That's not the Joy I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. Listen, kids, it's been a rough few years. Oh, I don't know who that person is that you're speaking hmm. about. Oh, sorry, carry on. What I love about this too is that I think last time we talked about how often you would draw the Queen of Swords, right? Yes. yes. And, and there is a sort of sequential progression in each of the four suits in the minor arcana in that like each card sort of like leads into one another and and this is the card that comes right before the queen right <laughs> of course um, <laughs> so it's funny because it's like like pages or princesses they're all about like learning and curiosity like research and like gathering information and then knights or princes they take that information and like forge forward and like take action with it right and then mm -hmm. queens sort of master that area within themselves <sighs> i love this because it's a lot of the same qualities that that queen has, but it is about that forward momentum mm. and, um, taking action. Right. This so is hilarious that you have been pondering with this judgment, ace of wands, like star stuff that's going on has to do with being hard on yourself for not having forward momentum. It's important that you remember this about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god if anyone listening to this knows me they're <laughs> laugh crying also just oh, <laughs> i mean like my eyes just keep getting bigger not in a, I, I can't know. believe this it's in this a is... th they're shit yeah 
unreal. Amazing. This is so spot on. Continue. I also want to address that like part of the reason that we are in this energy sort of right now where we are like processing the shadowy sides of ourselves, trying to integrate them with the light sides of ourselves, accepting ways in which those shadowy sides may have held us back in the past is to prepare us for the forward momentum that we're about to be receiving. And that's especially because we just came out of a very, very long period of stagnation that lasted from early December, early December through early March. Mm-hmm. This was due to Venus retrograding conjunct Pluto, so very dark energy. Um, and then also Mercury coming into the mix and retrograding conjunct that same dark Pluto energy. So they were why not? both happening at the same time, which felt very tense. And like retrogrades naturally slow things down. <laughs> and there's a purpose to that the energy kind of has to slow things down because I like to think of it from this perspective, retrogrades start with the letters R E um, and things slow down to give us the opportunity to rethink, reevaluate, restructure, reconfigure all of these re words that we really would not have the time or the bandwidth for if our lives were moving forward at a really quick pace. Like we would not have time to be doing that introspective work, but that's also why we get frustrated with them because as human beings, we don't like that energy of stagnation. Like nothing's happening and we can tend to be very hard on ourselves. Yeah. That's also why the pandemic has been so hard for everyone because things stopped. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I do want to address as well that like, this has been a common theme for a lot of us in this pandemic, sort of being hard on ourselves. Right. It's a symptom of the moment in time that we are living in, especially Mm -hmm. because if you can think about it from the perspective of like prior to the pandemic, we were living these lives that were overly focused on the external. Um, We had all of these obligations and places to be and people to see and tasks to complete. And it was causing for most of us um, this sort of continued disconnection from our intuition. It was also simultaneously causing almost a desensitization or a lack of awareness for how we perceived that energetic exchange that we talked about last time, how we perceived from other people, how we would sometimes internalize and harness or run with energy that was never ours to begin with. So I personally think that one of the biggest silver linings of this pandemic is that as hard as the forced solitude has been, as hard as that stagnant energy has been, even when planets are not retrograding, although all of 2020 something was retrograding, if not many things. Um, <laughs> we it, it has truly given us this opportunity to take a step back, not be overly exposed to other people's energies, and be able to get in better touch with our intuition and with our own intuitive gifts. Okay. Mm-hmm. So coming back to this idea of like forward momentum. We are now just past not only those retrogrades with Venus and Mercury, 
Venus went direct on January 29th. Mercury went direct on February 3rd, but retrogrades always have a post shadow as well. Now Mercury's post shadow is only about a week and a half ish, but Venus's post shadow is over a month. So we were in that post shadow period until early March. And so interesting. Post shadow. (laughs) serve sort of the opposite purpose, they slowly ramp that energy back up because we humans are very sort of fickle beings. And as much as we crave that forward momentum, if we just boom, got a bunch of forward momentum after being in such a long period of stagnation, we wouldn't really like that very much either. We feel very (laughs) comfortable. So we are now past that post shadow period. And we're starting to feel that energy ramp back up as we move into April, it's going to start moving even faster, which is why we're supposed to be sort of work around um, how to prepare ourselves, how to identify what is most important to us, both practically and spiritually. And I feel like this Prince of Swords, especially is the universe wanting to remind you that you know, all of this introspective work that you're doing, even if you might be sort of hard on yourself, even if it's a result of the pandemic, which we all have sort of been forced to just be stuck with ourselves, you know, in the past, when we had, when we were overly focused on the external, it made it that much easier when we had like a negative thought pop into our head for us to assign it to something else that was going on outside of us. But now that we're just ourselves, it's causing us to sort of assign that stuff to ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So harness this sort of strength of thinking in these moments, remind yourself that like, this is in your wheelhouse, right? That you are incredibly capable of doing this introspective work. And again, that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So you don't have to be hard on yourself about it, right? Um, and that that it's preparing you once we get into April and into the summer when things are going to really be picking up to go with that forward momentum and know the right intentions and know that you are that you mentally are able to recognize sort of productive energies for yourself and through the current recognition of any sort of mental stuff that may have been holding you back, that recognition then helps you in the future to say, oh, okay, I'm having a moment where I might be a little bit hard on myself, or I'm having a moment where I might be feeling a little bit of lack of faith, right? But that word Mm -hmm. moment is important so that you can say to yourself, this is momentary, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) You have to feel like that defines you or you have to spiral into that energy and simply through that mental recognition that's when you can use that power of unstoppable dynamic thought to kind of course correct energetically and in a really quick way as things are moving forward does that make sense yep oh yeah (laughs) this all makes a lot of sense (laughs) i'm just being called out (laughs) (laughs) Okay, 
So this next sector of your spread is what's in front of you. Okay. Oh. This is the future advice sector of the spread. Okay. So not me saying this is what will happen in your future, but energies that the universe wants you to be really cognizant of as you're moving into the future so that you can process and navigate things in the healthiest way possible. Okay. Okay. So here you got the 10 of cups. And this also fell side to side. So I'm going to put both the upright and reverse meanings of this card here, okay? Okay. Cups puts us into this realm of your emotions, your intuition, your relationships with others. Tens are about culminations and completions of cycles, okay? (laughs) Emily, I'm sorry. Do you want me to turn my camera off? Maybe. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do that because my face is just like, I, my face hurts right now. Okay. Uh, it's okay. I'll ignore you. Leave it on because I want to be able to look at it later. <laughs> okay. So in the upright, this is actually a card that like everyone wants. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a card of happiness, bliss, emotional abundance. Um, it has this energy of fullness of heart and um, completing emotional achievements. Okay. Mm-hmm. When it's reverse, it can speak to energies around like unbalanced relationships, or maybe there being like an absence of family or emotional support or feeling like. Um, some sort of like neglect is taking place within our relationships. Um, but what I love about the reverse meanings of this card is that, that all of the stuff that we were supposed to be pondering during that like Venus retrograde conjunct Pluto period had to do with power dynamics in relationships, ways in which we felt we had no control over certain things and accepting that at face value then caused us to give up intuitively and energetically an element of power or control in our relationships with other people and other things that then caused those relationships to feel imbalanced and dissatisfying. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we were pinpointing those things with a purpose not so that we would feel bad about the way that we had operated in the past, but so that we could gain a new perspective on it. And we could say to ourselves, well, it's okay that I didn't realize this then, but I do realize it now. So what was true for me in the past does not have to be true for me in the present or the future. And that was leading us into the present energy where we're really doing this sort of shadow work, which could have a lot to do with relationships as well, right? Because the way that we behave when we sort of step into the shadowy sides of ourselves affect our relationships. Um, On the whole, I feel like this card falling in this future advice sector of your spread, especially in conjunction with two major arcana cards that have to do with these forces of life life that teach us about darkness and light um, is, is the universe wanting you to be really aware of how these dark and light energies affect um, the energy that you are able to give in your relationships and there being some sort of culmination or completion in, in your awareness around this and therefore mm-hmm. the energy that you're able to not only cultivate, but by harnessing 
this sort of strength in thinking, strength in terms of asserting ideas and opinions and sort of coming back to what we talked about last time in how we're able to send energy to other people in Mm -hmm. our relationships. Um, You really sort of stepping into your light and getting a handle on the type of energy that you're also sending out, that you're not just cultivating inside of yourself, but how that's connected to the energy that you're sending to others. And there being a sort of culmination or completion of a cycle in, again, how aware you are of that so that you can process and navigate things in a better way. Also, the whole purpose of us integrating these sort of shadowy and light sides of ourselves is, again, to help us be able to focus on the energy, the things, the desires, the wants and needs that we have that are most important to us and setting those intentions before we get into this really quick forward momentum, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, the universe wanting you to be really aware of reminding yourself to sort of emotionally and intuitively hone in on those intentions, even if challenges are coming your way, which automatically comes with any sort of forward momentum, right? right. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we can get a little frustrated with that too, because as humans, even though we crave that forward momentum, sometimes we just want it to be like smooth sailing and that's not necessarily how it goes. Of course. <laughs> But (laughs) the other thing that I want to say about this is that, you know, because we've now had this very long break from other people's energies, we're also going to be finding that as we're putting ourselves back out there, we are even more highly sensitive to other people's energies. And the more that you can, again, harness this skill set that is inside of you, be mentally aware of that, the more that you can also sort of prevent yourself from taking on energy that was never yours to begin with, that may sort of coincide with shadowy stuff that you have left behind, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of the shadowy stuff that we're also processing has to do with relationships that we've had and how we have told ourselves stories about ourselves based on these past relationships or even present relationships, but things that happened in the past in those relationships, right? And processing how we don't necessarily have to, um, we don't have to allow those past energies to dictate the stories that we tell about ourselves to ourselves, which then affects the energy that we are in and the energy that we are sending to others. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. (laughs) It it makes total sense to me. Um, yeah. (laughs) Also in terms of just like being highly aware of how sensitive we are to other people, you're also allowed to ask yourself as you're moving into the future, especially if you are feeling anything that's sort of like lower frequency, is this mine? Right. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Because sometimes simply by mentally recognizing that it was never ours to begin with, like, oh, well, I was having lunch with these people and they were being very self-critical. And I just picked up this energy there. Yeah. (laughs) You know, if we can just tie it to an experience that we have and recognize, oh, right. I just like absorbed this from that experience. This was never mine to begin with. Mm -hmm. It makes it that much easier to release it stops us from doing that thing where we're like, oh, I'm having a feeling in my body. I'm just going to then assume that it's mine and assign it to something that's going on in my life. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So the more that you can be aware of that, the more that you can also kind of like come to a culmination and a completion of a cycle in terms of how you emotionally process things in not owning and carrying things that were never yours to begin with. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Oh, totally. Um, no, I can tell you where and why this hits for me. And then maybe you can, you can say that makes sense. Like, cause I, you know, cause I don't know if you want to hear what I'm nodding to and laughing about the whole time. Um, yeah. Two parts. The first one the listeners can know about. Um, (laughs) um, I have been wretchedly hard on myself, if I can get through without crying, about my career. Yeah. Um, Because I've been tattooing for, you know, over 20 years and haven't been that much. And I've kind of come to a point where I'm like, I need to take an undefined amount of time off because mm-hmm. it's too much trying to be the the point parent you know like if he needs to get picked up from school I have to drop everything and do it like that's that's my role and that's fine um but there's no way to get back to where I was when I like owned a big tattoo shop in New York and I had people working for me and I worked six seven days a week and slept at the shop and you know whatever Um, and I was that like workaholic, all, uh, always are the Queens ways. Like, this is how we do it at my shop. And if you don't like it, don't work here. Um, and there has been a lot of like, I don't know who the fuck I am (laughs) because that's not there anymore. I've been struggling with the, I want to let it go, but be okay with it. Mm -hmm. And there's a weird thing having a kid where I'm just like, he's never going to know that part of my life. Like I thought that he would like grow up in a tattoo shop, you know, basically. And like, that hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of that, like letting things go and letting myself like forgive myself for being hard on me in the first place Mm -hmm. about it. And like thinking this was like the only thing that defined me. Yeah. Um, So Recently, I've started being like, okay, yes, I, I need a break. I need to do this. I like, within the last couple of months, set an out date at the shop that I'm working at and like gave them my notice. And ha- so it's it's like for real right now. Yeah. Um, but very recently, the whole, like that whole period of like December to March that you're like describing was just me sitting around talking to myself, basically like trying to figure out what I wanted. 
And the other part of that is that... So there's that whole thing where it's just, it's very like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I am saying goodbye to a different thing and I'm saying yes to this other thing. And everything is sort of charging ahead now because I've made a decision. <laughs> so yes, it all makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> You've also changed direction in your career. You're still being creative. Yes, but there now, is that also. I have a new job. Yeah. Which is funny because I'm actually editing another podcast, which I I did not go to school for any kind of editing. I just mm-hmm. made this shit up as we went. Um, but someone else offered me a job. I didn't even apply for it. I, so I do that now too. So there there is all of this like this change. new stuff where I'm like leaving stuff and trying to not be hard on myself for not being me anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yes, there's a lot of all of that's why I was laughing. And that's why she's laughing because it's all, it all makes sense. This whole new moon phase that we're in right now is about sort of being able to like, let go of those stories and know that like, it's okay for us to sort of transform, right? That sort of Phoenix yeah. kind of energy, like just because we are becoming something different, like doesn't mean that um, the stories we told about, uh, told ourselves about ourselves in the past are no longer a part of us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but we are constantly evolving spirits. and we don't necessarily have to be hard on ourselves in fact we should like pat ourselves on the back for allowing ourselves to evolve rather than sticking to the same story and staying in the same niche for Mm -hmm. our entire lives it's a good thing right yeah trying yeah (laughs) i think you're killing it darling you're you're smashing it out of the park oh so yeah, well, it wouldn't be an episode if I didn't cry. So oh. <laughs> always cry on this damn show. <laughs> that was that was awesome. Thank you. Didn't I tell um, you? Really? Because <laughs> but that like the, the idea of seriously, the idea of like taking that skill set and then continuing it and applying it, and that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So and just because you've decided that at this point in time, you are not a tattoo artist first and foremost, doesn't mean that you never will be again. I know. My brain has a hard time understanding that. Yeah. It has a hard time with then and in the future. It's it's really bad. Like before I had my son, I remember telling my mom, I don't know. I'm just worried about taking too much time off of work, da, 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 you know, all this stuff. And it turned out that I just didn't, I wanted to like mom all the time. And I never really thought that that was what was going to happen. Yeah. But she had to sit there and go, if you take a year off to push a stroller around Brooklyn, that doesn't negate everything else you've done in mm-hmm. your life. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. And we are allowed to change our minds in that idea of transformation and in this idea of self-rejuvenation about what rejuvenates us in this moment, right? Like mm-hmm. what may have 
felt rejuvenating for you and authentic in the past is allowed to be different now. And it's allowed to be different in the future too. Mm -hmm. And again, evolving as a person is a good thing. Yeah. I'll have to Emily remind me of that when I text you shitty things about myself. And then I'll say, (laughs) no, excuse me, red light. Stop. (laughs) And if you keep going, I'm just gonna get louder with red light, just like we do with our children. Remember what Catherine said. That's all just remember. Just remember. (laughs) The self-rejuvenating energy with this new moon is to recognize how any certain types of stories that we're telling ourselves causes us to be self-critical causes any sort of like restrictive or um oppressive energy and to sort of feel those feelings in order to let them go and like liberate ourselves from those restrictions so hard is that integration right yeah so hard but it is oh but you can do it i know it's just so hard if anyone can do it, it's you, darling. I'm just going to say, I, I appreciate the confidence. Is you're doing it. Like <laughs> these cards aren't telling me that you're resisting this energy that we're in. No, right? no, you're I'm not. into it the way that you should be, even though it might be uncomfortable at times. And oh. that's something to celebrate and something that the universe is like strongly acknowledging in this. Spread. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) Catherine, please remind everyone listening where they can get to you. if They would like to have an amazing reading that they may or may not cry all over themselves when they hear. They can find me on my website, which is claritywithcatherine.com. Catherine is spelled C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E. And Right now, I do have a special on my website where people can book a 30-minute donation reading, um, which is basically sort of what we just did now. It's like a four-segment reading. Um, but I do also still have that like special link um, live that I created for your listeners, which is for a 60-minute reading. So if people Ooh, want longer reading, which is a six segment spread, then they can just go to calendly.com backslash clarity with Catherine backslash residuals. And, and we have that link in our um, Instagram on the link tree on our, li- yes, on our link yeah. tree on our Instagram bio. So if you go there, which is the underscore residuals underscore podcast. <laughs> It's a long pause. I was like, did you forget what we do? I did. It's like uh, it's a podcast. Um, it's a podcast. It's a cry cast. The underscore residuals underscore podcast on the Instagrams. You can click there on our link tree link in our bio, and the link for readings with Catherine for our listeners is right there. Mm-hmm. Do it. It's yeah. so fucking worth it. Yeah. So that one is a 60 minute reading. If people would prefer a shorter one, then they can just go to my website and they can book like a 30 minute um, at the donation rate as well. Okay. Cool. Awesome. (laughs) Um, Catherine, what are you grateful for this week? Oh my gosh. That's right. What am I? 
I know, right? You know, at the beginning and then it sneaks up on you and you're like, damn it. Oh, exactly. I am grateful for spring and the fact that things are warming up because I mean, you guys are in LA and I miss weather. I miss it being warm all the time. I just had to deal with like an actual winter, which my body is really not a fan of anymore. I'm extremely grateful that it's now warming up. And that also means that like my hot landscaper is coming back and mowing. Yes. Hot landscaper. <laughs> yes. Into Very that. good. All <laughs> right. Joy, you. I, I am grateful that, um, Catherine was able to tap into the universe so that the universe could tell me I'm doing everything okay. <laughs> I'm not fucking up too bad. <laughs> so I'm very thankful for that. It was a serious one. It wasn't about food. I know. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really excited for you. It's your turn now. What are you grateful for? Um, I am grateful that I've been dealing with this situation that has somewhat been out of my control that I finally took control of, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it's been a pretty stressful period of time and the, the lack of control over, over everything has really contributed to that. And so taking control of it. And so I'm looking at this next step of, of changing things into being, okay, new beginning, new chapter, let's do this. And everything from this point onwards that, you know, unmanageable stress and worry that's been happening. I can put that in a box and put it away and it's gone, put it in the recycling. It's gone. And this will be new path for me. So I, I took back, I did my, I fucking found my Tawanda and I fucking, (laughs) I did it. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't find my Tawanda in a parking lot. And I was going to say you didn't hit someone, nail someone's car. Um, Will you please get a mini trampoline though? I want one so badly, but the problem is I'm pretty sure I'll piss on myself. Okay. They sure. have they have undies for that. Just oh, they do. Don't Jumping they? on a trampoline is fantastic. I do. My kid had one, but it's a little kid's one, and I would make a hole in it. I would love. I would love a trampoline. We need a video of you telling your husband. You don't have to listen. I've got a treadmill. And my treadmill. I have a, a. I made a playlist for myself. Just nothing but terrible late 90s club music I beat the mix and it's like and also a lot of Kylie Minogue and I arranged it there's a website you can go to that will take your Spotify playlist and do it in decreasing beats per minute and so it like starts really good yes I'll send it to you it's amazing I'm not gonna exercise like that no don't send that to me but I am fascinated that that's (laughs) like my treadmill is in the garage um, and so I have the garage door open, but I'm listening to it on my little earbuds and I'm just like fucking pumping my arms. And occasionally I'm singing at the top of my lungs along with like whatever Pete Tong song or Kylie Minogue I'm listening to. And like the neighbors, people walk their dogs past our house and I'm in the zone and it's, it's not a good look, but I also kind of, I'm past the point of caring. 
So I'm I'm sweaty in my giant hoka shoes, which look like Spice Girl shoes, which I'm very here for. Oh Spice Girls gosh. are also on my playlist, which should be uh, it's a surprise to no one. But yeah, <laughs> no, and but I need to bring a trampoline into the mix, so I shall do that. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> to Wanda. Wanda. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Catherine. Thank you so much. This was great. I'm Enjoy. sorry I cried within like five seconds of you pulling cards, but I couldn't help it. Don't apologize for having so feelings emotional. and being a human. I hate feelings. They're so annoying. You better feel your feelings. <laughs> I obviously I am. Jesus. Feel them. Um, well, until next time. Until next time. Sage your sofas. Yes. And don't be afraid of the dark. Oh, but I will. Both of you lovely women. Have a lovely, glorious night. You mm. too. This was Thank so fun. Thank you. Thank you for Always lovely back. to see you. <laughs> Same. Let's do it again sometime. Yes, okay. please. Okay. <laughs> All right, my lovelies. See All you right. later. Bye. Stay safe. And the other part of that is that...